Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 93 about music festivals in Florida. The Florida Travel Podcast is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And this week we are sponsored by Tickets. You can book Skip the Line and Fast Track tickets to museums, galleries, cruises, theme parks, guided tours, and many other attractions. So when you're going for those music festivals, look to see what you can add on with Tickets. Many of our favorite Florida attractions are listed there like Gatorland, the Florida Aquarium. You can also buy family fun passes to Tampa, Orlando, or Miami. And of course, you can find attractions throughout the world, but why would you go anywhere else? Visit floridatravelpod.com slash tickets to start searching today. All right, before we go into festivals, let's talk about our Florida tip of the week. So we just took a trip out of Florida. We do leave Florida sometimes. What? I know. Me too. Me too. (laughs) Um, And when when we were looking to travel, we needed to rent a car. And so we looked into regular rentals. And then we also looked into Turo. T-U-R-O. Turo. Turo. And basically, Turo is like Airbnb for cars. Yeah. So it's a private person. But you use an app. So you go through the app, so you're still like protected and well, same with Airbnb. You use right. the app you or use the website the app. Right. to book, right? And so what happened was we landed, and the guy was this particular one was he was delivering it to the airport for us. In some cases, you can um, have them leave the car for you and in a location and you just get to the location. And so this particular time we were communicating with the owner of the vehicle and he met us, he met us at the, at the baggage like door and he, that's awesome. We just switched out and he left the airport and took his, took a train home and we took the car and, and it was amazing. Like it was actually cheaper than renting. The car was a really, we rented a, um, a Tesla and it cost, us as much as if we rented an economy rental from the nice. regular yeah so it was great um we had a great experience the app was really easy to use so highly advise that you at least look at it if you're going to be renting a car and see if it will work for you and your what your circumstances are so especially if you're looking for a car that maybe might have like a sunroof or you know convertible top downs perfect way to travel around florida yeah it's pretty customizable in like an airbnb you know you're just you're looking for for something specific nice. you can you can do that i was trying to set you up for what convertible convertible oh, i missed i'm i'm <laughs> off my game i was in pennsylvania <laughs> and it like sucked the brains right out of my head <laughs> you <laughs> so, probably didn't need a whole lot of this in pennsylvania but what I do you need in definitely florida definitely did not need a lot of sunscreen <laughs> in fact it snowed <laughs> So this week, we're going to talk about music festivals. This is different than, you know, what I would consider like a concert, right? Right. You you obviously can go to concerts anytime you want, anywhere you want. It's like a food festival only with music (laughs) and food, really. And well, I was going to say a lot of these, I think, also have food, right? Have you ever been to a music festival? Yes, I have. Um, Growing up. Um, well, growing up, I was in college, but I helped out during um, like a week long music festival in my hometown. And we, I mean, we saw some big acts. It was we saw thing people like Blues Traveler, Eve Six, Verve Pipe. And um, you just dated yourself. Listen, you've done that for me several times. So, so the thing about music festivals is that you get to experience a 
bunch of bands, a bunch of music, even sometimes different styles of music uh, all at the same place. Yes. So what did we find this week? All right. So we'll start off with the Gulf Coast Jam Festival. So um, at the Gulf Coast Jam Festival this year is on June 1st through the 4th. Now, um, we're, I think, when yeah, is we're May 23rd. Okay, <laughs> so I just want to make sure, I, I did double check, but um, so Gulf Coast Jam is in Panama City Beach. This is like jam with your friends, not jam and peanut As butter. In spread it on your bread. <laughs> So this one's June 1st through the 4th. It's got, okay, I don't know all of these people, but Morgan Wallen, Miranda Lambert. That's a big one. Miranda Lambert, I've heard. Me too. Um, Hardy, Kane Brown. uh, And then there's this huge list here. 32 Um, artists, one beach. Yeah. Four days. So four days of constant music. So the thing is, is I think, you know, with something like this, you kind of come and go as you please with what you want to listen to. It's not like you're standing there for four days. (laughs) It's not Woodstock. Right. Is what you're telling me. I'm not camping in the the rain and the mud. This is funny. They have a countdown clock on their website, 78 days and six hours. Wow. (laughs) Um, So uh, we're putting all the websites for all of these festivals in the show notes so that you can check up um, who's in the lineup and what you can do there and get tickets and that kind of stuff. And it looks like what you can buy are like multi-day passes. So I'm assuming with a lot of these, I mean, this is kind of how I normally see music festivals work. You could buy a one-day pass, a two-day pass. You could buy a pass that, you know, incorporates the entire event. Just as long as you have a place to stay, this is a great place to travel to. This is in Panama City. Right. right. So okay. everyone who's in Florida is going to be traveling to get to that one. Everyone outside of Florida, too, I would imagine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is a big that's a big lineup. Um, Very big. I mean, 72 art, 32 artists. Also, in a lot of these days. days. <laughs> in 70. OK. But that's 72 days from when we from record. Right. It's like a week from when it is. Numbers are hard. <laughs> This is why I am not a mathematician (laughs) or an engineer or anything that has to do with numbers. Uh, What I was going to say is some of these, too, are also... multi-stages too right. so you could have two artists on two different stages at the same time which can be a challenge if you want to see both of them <laughs> yes um okay so, so yeah look into our panama city beach too to see what other things you can do while you're there this is this does look like a, a fun one i mean especially on the beach how can you go wrong Right. And in June. So probably busy. So get your tickets early if you are. Oh, I, I mean, listen, first of all, if they're hearing this, you might want to plan for next year. Right. Um, I did see like parking tickets are already sold out. So this is definitely jump on these kinds of things early. So the next one is Forbidden Kingdom. This is June 9th through 10th in Boca Raton. It's Florida's premier all bass and dubstep music festival. Okay. So um, I this is a different style completely than the last one, <laughs> and very, um, in my opinion, like a, a it's almost it's almost cosplayish. I'm seeing some intense graphic arts on their yes. website, which is incredible. There's, I mean, it looks like you know the kraken dragon is coming out of the water with someone with a spear and a 
scorpion, maybe. I, I don't And when you look at some of the pictures, people are definitely dressed up for this thing. There's a lot of lights and lasers and just some really cool, interesting, um, just colors and pictures and things. So it's a different style. And you, if this is like your style of music, this seems like a definite place to go for that. So on your notes, you have Boca Raton, but I'm seeing Central Florida Fairgrounds. Yeah, that's strange because the, the, that, this website that was taken from there. Okay. So this is you definitely check the show notes and check where, where everything is, but this is June 9th and 10th, 2023 at the Orlando amphitheater in the central Florida fairgrounds. This is a lot of people and I could read the names, but I don't know who's big in the, um, in this dubstep world, this is to talk about dating ourselves. We're definitely <laughs> not the people to be talking about this. Exactly. There are, I mean, it looks like there's at least 30 different artists on here as well. Yeah. Um, Sunset Cove. See, this is all Sunset Cove Park in Boca Raton, Florida. Forbidden Kingdom represents and expresses the very roots of all bass and dubstep music. I wonder if it's I'm, moved around. It's conflicting information here. So we can, we can definitely um put the website on there and um uh, it if on this website it looks as if it is orlando but yeah this is incredible the uh, just the graphics that are in this though too uh, this is definitely you're gonna you know, get some light show presentations here edm style multi-stages multi-stages and i see what you mean like there's a little bit of cosplay in here mm-hmm. everyone just having fun yep yeah. Honestly, if this is your style, this is definitely and our goal here. To check out though, Tanya and I are probably more country rock. <laughs> um, our goal is to present as many different um, ideas Styles of yeah, music <laughs> for, for anyone to choose from. So um, obviously, that is out of our comfort zone. But there you go. <laughs> they have a, a forbidden pass, a forbidden plus pass, a VIP pass too. That's another thing to talk about with music festivals. Look at the various levels of passes because sometimes if you can find that VIP pass, you get certain sections where it's not as crowded as other areas. You might get a VIP pass that also includes food. I've had VIP passes that they weren't backstage they were kind of side stage but you got an incredible view because you were like right there on the side of the stage where they're coming on and off the stage. So there was a lot of um, there's there's definitely a lot of variety in passes to look at too. So moving up north um, to St. Augustine is the Sing Out Loud Festival on September 1st. I loved the name of this, first of all. Right? It's um, the they're hosting. This is one of the biggest music festivals in the southeast of the country um, with, um, let's see, it's in its sixth season now. Yes. So um, it's three weekends and it says plus one extra Friday. So <laughs> September 9th, days. right. September 9th through 11th, 16th through the 18th and 23rd through the 30th. So go ahead. Oh, I was going to say what I like is that a lot of this is free for this for this particular festival mm-hmm. because they're in, you know, that area in St. Augustine where they have like, um, well, this might be. This might be an actual stage somewhere else, but I've seen a couple of these in St. Augustine where they're like they're in that little enclosed with the big oak tree and the lights. This is not going to sound like like anywhere, any place in Florida. I have no more words. Oak Park. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Um, So the 
the the website that's posted on there is, is visit St. Augustine. It's just an, it's the of event course. page um, that's on there, but um, it's, it's definitely a long event. Um, it says admission is free and the times are varying with, you know, all the performances. And so make sure you check the schedule and the venue so that you end up where you want to end up and you don't miss something. Um, but anyway, on the, on their website is also tons of different, um, events, places to stay, food and drink. Um, so you can, if you're going to go to this festival on any of those weekends, you might want to look into other things to do in the area. Cause we, you, we've talked about St. Augustine in, <laughs> at least five, six times in the years that we've been doing this podcast. And, um, it's one of our favorite places. So you should definitely also try to plan some other things to do while you're in I that think area. This would be a brilliant time to visit St. Augustine as well, because it, you know, it gives you a little bit more to do. Mm-hmm. And the crowds will be a little bit less because it's September and back to school. Right, right. So the you've got the Sing Out Loud Festival in St. Augustine, and then you also have a Songwriters Festival in St. Augustine, which and which ends the month of September and goes into October. And this is, I, I think they kind of are are together, but this one is listed separate. So this is taking place in uh, the Colonial Oak Park. So yeah, this one is all. Um, local, regional, and national musicians that are playing their their own music. So you're not talking big acts. You're talking about people who are putting out their music for the first time or relatively new musicians uh, putting out new, relatively new songs in, um, in a festival style. And it even says Nashville songwriters share their stories and songs through three days of free concerts. So this isn't, you know, yes, there's going to be locals there, but this, you could come across some big names or somebody up and coming too, because that's the other great thing about these festivals. Who knows who you might see that, you know, isn't going to charge you $500 a ticket to go to her concert. Yeah. Just because they're not famous doesn't mean they don't have good music. So I thought this was funny in the past concerts have taken place on um, stages at uh, the name here is prohibition kitchen. Yes. That's a great place. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, you've also got the distillery there. And then, yeah, Colonial Oak Park is what I was trying to describe. Right, where it's got the large, the big oak tree in the center, lanterns hanging off of it, you know, those good Edison bulb lights all over the place. So, um, yeah, I, it's definitely a vibe when yeah. you're there. So and, and, and a chance for you to be able to say in 10 years time, hey, I saw that person's yeah, music. Exactly. <laughs> Which is some of, those, some of those acts I mentioned, I saw them when they were just brand new. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so up next we have The Fest. The Fest. Yeah. It's um, just The Fest. The Fest. And this one's in October 2023 in Gainesville. So this one, we're going to move to a new genre of music. Okay. I, I guess this kind of applies to us a little bit. Well, punk rock. <laughs> yes. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, as we recorded this, I was just talking about, you know, my daughter buying tickets to a new wave, which is not new anymore. It's, you know, 30 years old. <laughs> but um, I love that the fest has a pumpkin with birthday candles. They're celebrating 20 years. Halloween. It is Halloween. This is kind of really, um, but there are bands on here that I recognize. I recognize Comeback Kid, um, Mustard Plug. 
There's also, it looks like their bigger names are Bouncing Souls, Piebald, the Flatliners, the Copyrights, which is a great name the for copyrights. a band. Yeah. So, so this is punk rock, pop, funk festival. We did it 20 years, they say. <laughs> Um, so there's a number of indie rock, hardcore, punk, metal, and ska yes. acts. I am sorry, but I had never heard of ska, so I looked it up. <laughs> um, oh, you're really dating yourself because I mean, ska's been around for a while. Okay, so it's a music genre that originated in Jamaica in the late 1950s, so I'm not dating myself. I've just never known it as ska with a precursor to rock steady and reggae. So this isn't dating myself. This is just I'm <laughs> It is dating me, yourself. It's been around since naive the 50s. or or sheltered or uneducated. <laughs> I just didn't know what ska was and I probably did just didn't know it was called right. ska. But also if it's been around since the 50s, where have you been? Exactly. Like I just didn't know it was called ska. It, I'm probably even is it ska? It's no, S K A. Okay. It's ska. <laughs> Okay, Christina. Yeah. Okay. Christina, how do you go about making all your campground reservations? Well, I used to have to go and like search a location and campgrounds in this area and sort of filter through and go campground to campground. But that sounds really time consuming. <laughs> it wasn't. It was it was like you have to go place to place. So it's website to website. And then I found I found Camp Spot. Oh, Camp Spot. I love Camp Spot. Yeah, Camp Spot basically filters everything out that you want in a campground and gives you all of your options right there. It's kind of like a booking engine just for campgrounds, right? Right, exactly. They communicate directly with the campground. There's no need to call. I imagine you had to call campgrounds too. A lot past. of a lot of them do. They don't they don't offer you anything online. So in this place, you can pick the place. It's an instant book. And, and they guarantee you're always going to get the best price. Yeah, it filters everything out for you and it also finds you the best price. Plus, you can find campgrounds that are big, small, RV parks, glamping, and more. You can visit floridatravelpod.com slash campspot to learn our favorite locations. Where are we going next? <laughs> okay, so we've mentioned this before, um, and it is definitely an event to go to. It was something I did growing up is Gasparilla. So Gasparilla happens in October. It's in Tampa, Florida. Okay. And again, the website where we pulled some of this information, this does say October, but the website says April. So maybe it happens more than once a year? Not Gasparilla. So there's Gasparilla that is the big pirate ships coming into the bay in Tampa. And, and so that maybe the music in, festival is different than... It is different because that happens at the end of January. Yes. This is Gasparilla music. Music festival. Okay. But it's still in Tampa, which is it where is Gasparilla still in Tampa. is. Exactly. Well, I think that's why, because Gasparilla is associated with Tampa. Tampa, right. So it's at Curtis Hickson Waterfront Park and Kylie Gardens Park. Um, there's obviously a wide genre of uh, music that happens there on several stages. Cuisine from the region's top restaurants. And it's also, this was kind of cool, as part of the mission to support and promote music and education, the organization is involved throughout the year in several initiatives, including providing scholarships and instruments to music students. So there's nice. more to this festival that is a... Um, a way to help get music out into the communities and help students and education um, for them in, in the music world. Well, and if you listen to our episode in downtown Tampa, episode 87, I did talk about Curtis Hickson Park. So this is a great, you know, a group. 
I assume you buy tickets, but it, that's probably to get you up close. But if you're in the outskirts of that, you're going to hear that music too. Or if you're anywhere on the river, you're going to hear that as well. This does say that it takes place in April. So by the time we have aired, it will have passed. Hey, but, so look but for it for next year. I don't think they've updated their website. I don't think so either. But when I went to click on buy tickets, it also says April. Okay. Okay. So definitely check the website. Um for whatever reason, there's a little bit of conflicting information from where some of this was pulled. So I think it has to do with the time of the year that... that well, and some of these too, what we're looking at, like I just pulled some information that I also thought was... I don't know why I stuck it where I did. I thought it was in September, but now it says March 2023. Some of these locations had to do a lot of rescheduling over the because of the 2022 hurricane season. We got hit twice in 2022 and things came from both sides. So a lot of areas have been affected. Um, for example, I know one of the festivals I've talked about had to be canceled because it was just days out before the concert was going to happen and it was um in the fort myers area so of course it got rescheduled and we don't even have dates so yeah so this different website here has april 29th through the 30th so if you want to do the gasparilla you'll have to do it in 2024 we look at these things when we pull this information and then we find out even when we come to the table to record things have changed so always always check the show notes but also do some of your own link checking as well exactly okay so i pulled up uh sounds of jazz and blues so speaking of different style of music this is a premier musical event in cape coral it happens at the end of march every year and uh they bring some of the best talents for a night of musical magic food and fun and you can join in the citywide celebration of jazz and blues so i think this is also Hey, listen, like you said, we've got something for everybody here. We've got a little bit of ska. (laughs) Can bring that one up again, aren't we? Absolutely. And punk all the way to jazz Jazz and and blues. blues. Yeah, I don't know these names. Um, Damon Fowler, Mindy Abar. Those are to start those so, are headliners so right. i'm sure they have more people as well um and and di- it says dinner served at 4 15 dinner dinner served Yum. i mean dinner, okay, this really food. sounds high end too. it sounds a little too classy for us <laughs> <laughs> okay well let's move on to the feel good music fest yes. what did you find for me here feel good music festival is in september in miami so what if you were going to guess with Feel Good Music Festival in Miami, what kind of music would you think that it was going to be? Ska. <laughs> and we're back. Well, it does say ultimate live reggae music. OK, well, this <laughs> is Latin music. Yes. Latin music. It's September 23rd and 24th. Um Live music vendors, food trucks. Um, it sounds like a, a, a like top to bottom festival of festivals. You know, sometimes um, when oh, you this does look fun. Look at the video on here too, where they're just looks like they're playing in the street. Even Latin and Caribbean um, from. Let's see. Oh, it looks like it might be on the beach. 
I mean, because it's Miami and it's feel good. Of course, yeah, it's, we're going to be playing sands and water of Miami Beach. It's the perfect nice. environment to enjoy a day on the water, plus a sunset and live music under the stars. Oh, OK. But I'm not like technically a fan of Latin music, but Caribbean music is fun. And the idea of watching it on the beach and the all day and then into the night, that's kind of cool. I'm already moving because I, see I think you dancing yeah, in your it's, seat here. <laughs> you know, this is definitely you've got some be- people who are going to be doing some salsa dancing near you. I think it would be a lot of fun. I like salsa dancing. Yeah. See, you got to have some Latin music to go with that. Though. Yes, you do. <laughs> All uh, right. So we're at the Florida Folk Festival now. I think we've mentioned this one before. We have because it takes place at one of our favorite Florida state parks. Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, this one is May 26th through 28th. So this is like right after this episode airs. Yes. So, I mean, but it's um, at the Stephen Foster Folk Cultural Center at State Park, which is in White Springs, Florida. and Which is in the panhandle. Right. So we talked about that um, in our north florida state Parks. that is correct yeah. yes state parks panhandle which was episode 90 so that was just recently um three-day celebration of music dance stories crafts and oh that's fun so the, so it's <laughs> well i mean it's not just mu- like you can get a whole cultural event here if- <laughs> I, I like though that it was just obvious that you just read something you know like, oh, I, <laughs> I think i read it before but you know i'm saying it now irish fiddle tunes uh, contra dancing and root beer floats i don't know how that fits in there because root beer is a very um old thing that you made it's funny that it's that fiddle tunes contra dancing and root beer floats (laughs) but you're also gonna get things like um cornbread and collard greens and shrimp gumbo and barbecue now where are we in florida or alabama Uh, (laughs) louisiana louisiana (laughs) i mean it's folk music so it's it's just it's all over the place where people settled so memorial day weekend 300 300. performances yep and uh and it definitely will give some voice and meaning to our florida heritage that's a bucket list for a lot of people too so i mean of course by the time you're listening to this it may be too late to be booking these reservations unless you're very spontaneous that's true and it is a memorial day weekend so it means you're probably off work yes that's true too So book it up there right now go And if you haven't, then mark your calendar for six months prior to this um, to this festival and make your reservations for the campground. So this next one sounds kind of fun. Um, and, and of course, where it's located means that it's like, you know, probably going to be super fun. The Country 500. Um, okay. <laughs> Is it like the Daytona 500? It's also on Memorial Day weekend in Daytona. It is in Daytona. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> uh, it's the Country 500 is called the Great American Music Fest at Daytona. That's a mouthful. So I think I'll stick with the Country 500. Right. Brings about the biggest country stars in the world for Memorial Day weekend. Um, it's it, the world famous Daytona International Speedway. Of so course. again, everybody knows where Daytona is. Everybody knows Daytona International Speedway. It's home to the mega country music festival and that oh you goodness. are actually allowed to camp out on the infield. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you've got Toby Keith, Sugarland. Those are a couple of names that I recognize. Mm-hmm. 38 Special. Yes. That's a throwback. Yep. Uh, 
yeah, this is, I mean, dozens of artists here and hundreds of people. And yeah, you're right there on the speedway. Okay, so that's definitely when you're going to want to check the schedules for and like make your plans because uh, and by it's Memorial Day weekend. So again, unless you're super spontaneous and able to like jump up and go right now. (laughs) Well, this is what I was talking about, too. You have two different stages here. They've got a great schedule. I really like how theirs is laid out. Um, It's block form. Perfect for Tanya's brain. (laughs) I can see, oh, this person is playing on this stage at the same time this one is, but this one starts 30 minutes before and ends 30 minutes later, so maybe I can see a little bit of both if I run. Um, This is, yeah, this is a great, this is great and how they block this out. So you yeah. can definitely make a plan. Good call. All right. Okay. So the next one is the one that I was talking about. The Island Hopper um, Songwriter Fest is another big one that happens in Fort Myers. And this was, I had spoken to the rep from Fort Myers Oh, a couple of months prior to this. And she was talking about how big this is. They have, it's a 10 day music festival in Southwest Florida features, you know, performances by singer songwriters from Nashville and nationwide. It's broken up into three locations, uh, happens on Captiva Island, then goes to downtown Fort Myers and Fort Myers beach. Obviously last year they had to cancel this because it happened in it traditionally happened in late September. Now, their website is up. It looks like there is a, um, it looks like it's going to happen maybe this year. It does have dates actually of September 22nd to October 1st, 2023. So I think the city is ready for you to come back. It if does- you have not listened to any episodes before, that area was pelted with a hurricane this year. Or I guess last year, 2022, 2022 hurricane season. So um, they were really down and out and flattened pretty much. So that a lot of their events and things had been canceled and moved around. And so that happens to be one of those areas. But it does look like their website is up and maybe possibly ready to get some information in there. So keep your eyes on it if you would like to to check that one out. And yeah, they don't have the schedule yet, but they do have the dates. So that's that's good news. All right. Where are you going? All right. So we've been, we've talked about that folk festival before. I think that's one I would like to check. It seems very chill, very like lots of opportunity to try lots of different things. It would be fun to camp. It would be fun to camp. I'd love to try the country 500 because I do love country music and, um, you know, uh, Gasparilla because I just like Gasparilla. (laughs) (laughs) I think that sounds like a good plan. I would love to do the Island Hopper Fest that we just talked about and I like the singer-songwriter kind of vibe. I like the St. Augustine vibe of just sitting there in the Colonial Oak Park, listening to someone play the music that they wrote. So that is, those are the places where I'm going. And you're not going to go see some ska, huh? No, no ska. But, you know, speaking of ska, this isn't relate at all. (laughs) It's time for our featured Florida product of the week. Where we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. But I do have something that you can bring with you to a ska music, music festival. Any music <laughs> festival. I found Freehand Goods. They're Florida themed apparel and goods. And I love on their website, it says, Not Your Daddy's Gift Shop. <laughs> 
Thank goodness. My dad's 78 years old. So <laughs> Exactly. They are based in Orlando. They were born out of a deep love for our home. The Sunshine State Freehand Goods is dedicated to craftsmanship, to all things hand-built, and of course, to all things Florida. They design local, build local, and most of the time over a few beers. So they're our kind of place. Ah, sounds like a plan. So <laughs> they, my favorite is their party animals drinkware and drink koozies. Now, you can't bring the drinkware. Don't bring glass with you. But bring your koozies because they have our favorite Florida animals enjoying a pint on the glassware and the koozies. So oh you've got goodness. a manatee, a Florida panther, an alligator, otters enjoying a drink, which is, I mean, perfect. That's right? hilarious. Perfect for Let's us. make it's our animals really... drunk. <laughs> But these are really, really cute. I mean, they're hand-drawn and crafted here uh, in the Orlando area. All right. Stay tuned to see where we're going next week and what we're going to talk about. But if you would like, you can follow us on social media to get a little insight into what we do on Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod. Also, our website, floridatravelpod.com, where our show notes are that you can find all the links that you can do some research of your own. Be sure to let us know if you have additional information about some of the places that we have talked about or if you want to talk about a specific location that you want us to do some research on. And you can email us at hello at floridatravelpod.com. And you can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us or leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. This lets the algorithm know to show us to more people, which means... Because we're important. (laughs) It helps others discover our content, which also helps us because if you enjoy our content and you support us in that way, you can go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod to get shout outs, postcards, stickers, and more for as little as $5 a month. If you support us, it helps us pay our bills and allows us to dedicate more time to research the best content from the Sunshine State. Next week, we're talking about Ocala National Forest. But that's it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. 